This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. I am a soothsayer. Okay, just derailing any open. I, can we do it? Can one of us just do an open when we say, "All right, we're gonna push record," and without completely? You didn't say we were like, pushing record yet. You said, "All right." You said loose, and I said, "Okay." I said we're we loose. Oh. I said we're nice and loose. It's, it's nighttime for actually. It's nighttime for me too, which typically doesn't happen. We're recording this late this is going to go up immediately after we finish but folks you're you're listening to the believe in fcs football podcast part of the fcs or sorry the believe podcast network uh the best network for nice and loose that's how we like it <laughs> why don't we tighten uh, up a bit i'm joe DeLeon, joined by my former teammate former roommate mr sean anderson sean how are we doing on this fine tuesday night it's pitch black at 8 p.m i'm furious I, I, I took I might I might have taken this summer for granted. I really might have. I don't know. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of this and that. You, you know, both of us. But it's like I, it's going to be dark and cold. It's going to be just not fun. And I don't have a garage, so I'm just on street parking. So I'm thinking about getting home at two thirty in the morning from work, and it's going to be ten <laughs> degrees out, and that's all I can think about. And that won't be for another three months. But still, it's all I can think about. Yeah, oh, that's, I hate it. that's not fun. That 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 trek, like the one that we used to have to make in campus from like the top of campus all the way down to the parking lot at, at Rhode Island, absolutely horrible. But I I don't know. I kind of like the sweet spot that we're in from the last week of August until like mid October, end of October, until it starts to get cold. I don't mind that it starts to get dark. It, it, I, I don't know. I just the feeling is just always great. I think it's because I associate it with the football season that I'm just always so charged up when it starts to get darker earlier and it starts to be like nice and cool temperature and you can kind of chill outside without getting too hot. I, I maybe I'm a psychopath. I'm a summer guy. And all I've been, I, all I hear about now it's, is fall, fall, autumn, autumn, autumn. This uh, is getting, you know, this is the perfect season. Yeah. NFL that that's going to be my main reason for liking the fall. I don't like it getting darker. I it's just, I can't, and I'm not some hippie, needs the sun i like it when it's overcast during the day you know me joe that's where i'm thriving in because everyone else is tucking it in and i i'm, I'm out here I'm, I'm working i'm busting my ass that's what i i thrive off of that because everyone's like oh it's a cloudy day i won't do anything so i'm a little more encouraged to go do something <laughs> uh but it, it's just when is when you see the sun setting at four you're just like this yeah that's this that's different sucks. that's different when you get to winter time and it's setting at four it's it's depressing because now it's I mean, not bad just, yeah you can still go to the bars in a t-shirt right now. Right. Which is fine. But, you know, I, I don't mind going to the bars. I, one thing when it gets cold, I, I don't mind going out in, uh, you know me, a sweatshirt. You <laughs> so go out in a sweatshirt if it's 90 out. So that doesn't really, really change much. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I, sorry, Joe. Let's get to some FCS football. I don't want us to keep on yapping. Yeah. 
Yeah, apparently we we ramble according to a, a commenter on YouTube. Jack, uh, <laughs> uh, Sean, can you uh, provide our, our listeners really quickly with some uh, some betting information? Why not? Uh, for your boy, Hot Streak Sean is what I'm going to call myself. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. I'm skipping that first line next time. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With new, with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Took myself a little Tony Pollard over bet on Monday Night Football. What do you do? Get it? He smashed it in the first quarter. Ooh. No question. Easiest money I've ever made. Head on to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BLEAVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Oh, new tagline. Yeah, I was going to say they changed the, the tagline? Yeah. I know that was a... Okay. I, I was ready for your online sports book experts, which is something that I had practiced and then mastered. And now I have a new <laughs> tagline that, that it almost threw me a loop, but I am a professional. So we Good. keep moving forward. You got to get in front of the mirror, go practice it a couple times, you know, get ready to do it uh, more often. Uh, Sean, we got some stuff that some housekeeping that we got to get to before yeah. we hop on the water cooler and, and fill up our water cups and discuss things that happened around the FCS this, this past week. So uh, we have to address because, when this happened, our second show of the week came out immediately after, and we didn't obviously address it on that one because to pull back the curtain a little bit, we record these shows back to back. If you haven't figured that out by watching the YouTube videos and see us wearing the same exact clothing, uh, I would hope that you think that we're you know higher of us that we don't have such poor hygiene to keep wearing the same clothes mm. when we record. But uh, Sean, you managed to do something with uh, with a very jovial, playful comment, and it. it there was so much buzz around this that I almost completely forgot the full quote. But I recall on last Tuesday's show, yeah, you you uh, decided to to call your shot and call some of the uh, hosts on the FCS Fan Nation uh, podcast platform who big fans of. They're very nice to us, incredibly uh, supportive. <laughs> you know, they they were like in terms of the people that were first to listen, uh, they were in there. And you know, they've always been very, very conversational on Twitter. Sean decided to use that as an opportunity to call them hacks. No, no, no. And I, I wake I up. Said that, wait, I said ahead. that the homers were hacks because you were taking, you're all up on Rhode Island. We had to mention them or something like that. I said, okay, you know, that's our school. That's where we went. Uh, and then I said that those that, that broadcasters that. who are big time homers can sometimes be hacks. No, but then we were talking about FCS Fan Nation, and I literally mentioned Chris Hammond, and you go, hack. That was what the quote was. That was what you said, and that's why Chris Hammond was like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? He was just probably listening in. You're just sitting there. What did I do? (laughs) (laughs) We like Chris. We're close with Chris. It's not... I don't think anybody read into it too deep. The tubs in the club and all the, everybody else. I guess there's a rotating cast over there. Well, there's multiple <laughs> shows on their on their um, on their YouTube channel. Is is how it works. There was a lot of um, 
I guess people were supporting my use of the term hack, uh, <laughs> where it was really, to, again, I know there were twice now in this show, pulling back the curtain, a throwaway line for maybe half a laugh for Joe. That's really all I said it for. <laughs> and, then, and then it becomes, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm in, uh, <laughs> I'm at my gig, and then I see uh, 30 Twitter notifications. I'm like, what the hell right. is going on? And then I see, oh. Who lit the FCS ablaze? What happened? And then, oh, we did. it was me? What did I even say? Because sometimes I, I'll get a tweet from uh, Ryan uh, just confirming something. Well, because Ryan's aggressive. And Ryan, Ryan loves to call, call you. Yeah, we don't even remember what he's referencing because we <laughs> just be- say we spew <laughs> nonsense. And then we log off and upload, and then the next day we're like, "Wait, when did we mention this?" <laughs> right. I'll I'll send Joe a tweet, or Joe will send me a tweet, and be like, "Hey." What were we talking about? And we just <laughs> forgot. I don't know. I don't know if that means we're having good conversation or bad conversation. We just, have too, much, we just have too much on our plate. It's if like we're not really listening. Right. Information <laughs> overload at times. No, but the funniest part about the whole thing, and, and I, I woke up to literally all the notifications, and I was at the gym trying to sift through all of it. Humble brag. But the the I don't know which part of that was uh, the gym brag. part because <laughs> I, I was going gym. about my morning is what you could have said and okay. I would not have said humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> but you literally managed to find a way to anger, uh, not anger, but uh, to be negative towards easily the most friendliest portion of uh, football Twitter and football fan bases because when you go to the FBS teams. And you go to the Notre Dame fans and the Alabama fans and the USC fans. They're all assholes. Yeah. Not all of them, but there's a good chunk of people that are just overly negative. You say one thing and they're coming for your neck. They're like, you know, like, well, that doesn't make any sense. They'll completely try to discredit you. But we have only had nice interactions with FCS Twitter and, and the listeners of the show. And you just you managed to be the only person that I've seen be negative on FCS Twitter and look what you did. You started a, a big problem. It wasn't even a direct attack. It was it was supposed to be a more broad statement and then somehow it became a more narrow statement. And then <laughs> I, I also did say, are we going to talk about the Reddit FCS thing? Yeah, we're going to talk about that next. That, you know what? Everyone's a hack. I'll double down. You're all hacks. Everybody. Uh. I'm a hack. Joe's a hack also. Joe and I are bigger hacks than all of you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't disagree with that. But you're all hacks. The biggest hacks of FCS football. (laughs) Put that on a shirt. Put that on a shirt. Uh, And I forgot to open the show with the tagline. So this is the unofficial official uh, podcast of r slash FCS, the FCS Reddit sub uh, subreddit. Uh, They gave us an official tagline that we have to read on the show. Everyone go listen to Walk on Radio, the only FCS podcast of note on the Believe Podcast Network. So uh, that is what they're paying us to say now. Uh, We're not allowed to to go against that. They're not paying us. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, where's the the cash in my wallet? (laughs) Uh, No, but... Well, do you, do you have anything out the, the 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 Reddit FCS guys? Yes, uh, we we had a nice conversation with them. But um, I'm kind of flattered to have my name in their bio. Is it still there? Still there. Still there. Uh, Sean Anderson, either you're rent free in their head or they're rent free in yours. Maybe it's a mix of both. Maybe you're you're both subletting. Uh, well, we can figure that out. Yeah, the home uh, of FCS football on Reddit, unwitting and unofficial sponsor, believe in FCS football because Sean Anderson is afraid of us. Terrified. 
terrified. Reddit's scary. I don't know who's talking to me when they're DMing us. I have no idea. Yeah, to, that's to terrifying. Clar- so to clarify, the Reddit FCS guys are also some of the, the many nice people who we talk Very to. Very nice. Um, and we recently found out that there's multiple people who talk to us on the the Twitter account. So we will we'll, we'll be mid conversation, and five different people will chime in from the same account. So that's that's always wonderfully confusing, and that's what Sean's afraid. <laughs> I let Joe handle the talking in those situations. Yeah. Normally, I'll take my uh, social prowess a little bit over Joe's. Just because, it, come on, but, but no, 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 I'm talking about just like in general and talking to people, Oh, damn. you know, like I'll, I'll do the talking most of the time in this situation, Joe, you got it. <laughs> Take the reins, pal. Uh, last thing, Sean, I want to hit on before we, we get to the water cooler. Sure. So update for our South Dakota state listeners and our, our North Dakota state listeners that'll be at the marker game. Everything's booked. I, I tweeted it on Friday. We booked our flights. That's taken care. Would you book your flight? Yes, I booked my flight. Okay, I'm just confirming. I'm just confirming. Didn't I'm going to be there 40 minutes before you, sitting in, in Minneapolis. Get a, get a beer. I'll drive us to, to, to South Dakota. Oh, don't uh, you say that. <laughs> we got a show to do that night. <laughs> uh, I booked the Airbnb. Uh, it's going to be a fun experience. Um, fair warning to the, the host of our Airbnb that we are probably going to be loud, just because that's who Sean and I are. Um Sean also has to Venmo me for half of that. Thank you, Sean. But send yeah, me the request, homie. I'll send you the request. We're, we're all locked in, though. We're ready to go. Everything is set and taken care of. So it is officially official. Our, our good friends, uh, Chad, and also I think um, uh, it, it's Thumper is, uh, is the other. Brendan is his name. Brendan, they both hooked us up with, helped us out with tickets. They tailgate together. We're going to be a part of their tailgate. I don't know if there's like some official tailgate that they're a part of. But if you want to find us, we're going to provide more information on that. But Chad and Brendan have been fantastic, been talking back and forth with them over the past couple of weeks. So really a big shout out to you guys for helping me out. Also going to hop on the, the Jackrabbit Illustrated podcast uh, that they're a part of at, at some point as well before uh, right before that trip. But yeah, we're stoked. We're going to be there. Uh, again, disclaimer. It, uh, one thing I would say, don't ask me about anything about South Dakota State football from like 2000. Like if you're going to reference a player from the team, I'm not there to do. I don't think either Joe or I are there to do our analysis bit, right, Joe? We're there to do our fun bit. We're we're there to to bring a thirty rack and and talk to fans. That's what we're going to be doing. Yeah, as I'm there to smoke some meat, meats. <laughs> Sean, I, I saw the easily the coolest uh, South Dakota State's bookstore sells a South Dakota State hockey jersey. It's only sixty bucks. I'm oh. very tempted to buy it for the trip. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I might get a hat. Uh, my credit card might not agree with it, but uh, Sean, let's let's uh, let's take a seat really quick. Welcome to the water cooler. Here and and fill up our cups. There's chairs now. This is a very upgraded water cooler. <laughs> <laughs> what are we in an airport lounge? Yeah, we're in an airport lounge. <laughs> they uh, they decided to upgrade the, uh, the the water cooler in our office, but uh, let's just quickly. Fill up our cups here, Sean. So, Sean, did you happen to see this past weekend that a, a ranked FCS team uh, should not have been ranked, uh, did not deserve it? Uh, UNH, who was in the back end of the rankings, they were undefeated and they, they won some pretty easy games. They uh, went on to play ACC team in Pitt University, led by Kenny Pickett. Now, if you think uh, of any ranked, respectable university that is an FCS team, you'd think that they would go and compete with a mid-tier 
ACC team and, and, and remain competitive. Now, UNH decided to lose 77-7, to making us all look bad. Thank you, UNH. And I still stand by this. Why are they ranked in any poll? And I'm not, that's not directed at anyone specific because they are ranked still in multiple polls. You know, you know, and I hate to interrupt you while you're while we're sitting here enjoying a nice cup of water. Yes. You and I both know that the ranking committees, since we've been really tracking them, they don't put as much weight on FBS versus Which FCS losses. If it's a close loss, it should help you. If it is a, a like a, a blowout of a reasonable number, it shouldn't affect anything. But if you lose by 70, you should not be in the rankings if you're in the back end of the rankings. Just for context, Sean and I played Virginia Tech our senior year, and we were a two-win football team. We were bad. We were not a good football team. We played Virginia Tech close. That Virginia Tech team had Caleb Farley and also uh, – Christian Darrisaw on it. So you're telling me that that uh, Pitt is that much better than than a ranked FCS team? I don't think so. Okay, Joe. Well, why don't you cool down with your sip of water? I, I will, will say this: uh, our good friends at the Blue Hose were up 23 to seven in the first quarter against Dayton, only to allow 28 unanswered and lose 63 to 43 in an absolute blowout game. I mean, it's, it's, we saw a major scoring game between Dayton and the Blue Hose. But I, I don't know what Presbyterian. I don't feel like you don't know who the blow was, but uh, <laughs> we're working through. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, Hefley, Hefley almost made fat stats. He almost made fat stats. No, but Presbyterian, picks, Presbyterian has easily the most bizarre season of college football where they, they put like 70 up on two just no name nonsense schools that aren't even Division One or even a part of anything. And then. I, I don't know what to make of last week. That is astronomical to, to be up that by that much and then allow that many points and lose to 63 to 43. Very good job, fellas. Well, they also got beaten down by Campbell. Yeah, that was the week before. So, they're all, uh, yeah, they're all messed up. I guess they're just going to take their, their, their wins by beating non-FCS teams. I guess um, they're not going to take it by playing defense against FCS teams. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Sean, did you happen to hear... That Texas A&M Commerce is going to be joining the Southland. We're getting a new FCS team. Claps to them. A, a I, Division II powerhouse is, is going to be an FCS team. I did. I I believe it was last year or the year before we got LIU and Tarleton. Uh, a little, was that, was that last year? And Merrimack. And Merrimack, Anthony Thomas, and okay. Dixie State. Okay. Freaking braggart. I had, I had two polls there. Pretty good for your boy. Off the top um, of his head. It's true. You struggle with that. I do. It's a lot of directions. A lot of teams. <laughs> Excited to have TA and M uh, Commerce uh, joining the FCS. We hope you prosper. Joe, let's get into... Uh, I, would we call this... You know, last time we were at the water cooler, maybe two times ago, we were talking about a team that was pretty well respected, but they just lost again two weeks in a row. I know last week they lost to JMU, but this time they lost to UC Davis, and I'm talking about Weber State. Uh, two back-to-back not great losses, and I wish I could have said that they were more competitive against JMU, but they really weren't that competitive, and now they just lost again. So I guess there's a slippery slope here. Right, and this Weber team, is it's not a bad football team. It just so happens that back-to-back weeks they had to face – two of probably the one of the best FCS teams in the country and then a top 10 team in the FCS. That UC Davis team is trending right now. They, they look like they did a couple of years ago when we first started out doing the podcast. 
that is a very well-coached football team, and I think that now that there's back to some normalcy, they're going to be a lot more competitive here. Um, it just it sucks for it sucks for Weber that they had to face them. They'll probably finish with only three losses or four losses at the end of the year. Just they couldn't uh, keep up with UC Davis. Yeah, it's a tough schedule. Very tough schedule. Sean, did you uh, happen to see that our our, our uh, good friends at EWU and Eric Berry, the uh, very prolific offense? Uh, did you know that they put up another 50-pointer? They put up another 50-point game. I, I, has any offense done this before? Is 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 uh, Houston Baptist the closest that we can maybe uh, I'm almost certain. It? They put up 70 a game. Uh, Bailey Zappi's just torching everybody now. Yeah. So we can't even, can't even get a response to my texts. <laughs> hey, did you text him? No. Uh, I don't think he would. I don't think he would respond, though. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know what you need to text him about. I, I tweeted about him and he didn't respond. It was pretty aggressive. Called him close personal friend. <laughs> he probably scared the, the crap out I of him. Stink. <laughs> yeah, but Iwu wins 50 to 21. I'm sure the Iwu fans love that I keep calling him Iwu. Uh, that is insane. I am so excited for this weekend's game, and we're going to talk about that really soon uh, on the on the other show of the week, the the Eastern Washington Montana game, the preview man, show, the preview show. Uh, that was that's crazy that they put up another fifty pointer. Their offense is good, and I have two more offenses, Joe, uh, to talk about here: ETSU and Samford. They combined for let's see here over hundred points together, fifty five forty eight. ETSU took the win. Uh, and you will be hearing a little bit about maybe a couple players from that game also in a very close mm. overtime win. Might be hearing a little something from an Eastern Washington player later also. Mm. Just a little tease. Going to do my best Kenny May impression. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's put our... You'll hear down. more from this g- game. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> that was a great impression, the Kenny May. Uh, let's put our cups down before we get yelled well, at. Let's hear your boss. Kenny May impression. I don't have one. <laughs> Why don't you develop one instead of instead of trashing me? I obviously was not doing a spot on Kenny. I was not. It was not a good one, but you understood I, what I was going for. All I have is a really half-assed Mike Francesa, and that's that's about it. All right. Well, let's hear it. No, uh, Sean, we got we got stuff we got to get to. We get You're it. We such can't. A- we can't ramble anymore. The the listeners are mad that we're rambling, according oh, to the YouTube. Right. Yeah, we're we're unprofessional. The YouTube, who would have? Who <laughs> Who would have thought the two former football players would ramble when they talk to each other? It's a dining hall conversation. That's what the show is structured as, you dolts. Yeah. Or dolt. I, not not dolt. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> I really hate that guy. He had some dumb corny name, too. So Schmidt had a QBR of 87.7, and he you ran. Want to grumble? Yeah. <laughs> well, grumble. I'll grumble. Gladly grumble. I grumble you, on my other show that I do, not the draft prospects one. Uh, do people think we don't have grumble in us? Well, we can. Grumble. Are we not exhausted? I can't wait until we're fifty-five and we have no more energy. And oh, <laughs> you, you would, you will never have heard grumbling like this before. Sean, we gotta, we gotta talk about uh, the game that we highlighted last week. That was between two ranked teams. Um, a, a tiny bit disappointing. And and when we went back and watched it and and got a sense of how things went. Uh, shout out to the the boys that walk on radio with the with the big victory, forty five to thirty five over Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas off to a rough start, but we still know that that is a talented team. The triplets that they have on offense are still going to put up a lot of points and a lot of yardage. But still, regardless, Sam Houston continues to show that any ranked opponent that you're going to throw at them, they need to be ready to fight because it is not going to be an easy game to play. 
yeah, it was in Central Arkansas also, and I was watching some of the game. Was anybody at the game? Were people allowed to be there? It, Central Arkansas Stadium, and we played, uh, what was the max capacity at, at Mead? 7,000? 5,800? I think we I had think like was, a close to 10 once when, when we did the night game, and they over yeah. they overbooked it, and the, the school got fined or something like that. <laughs> it, it, even then, it's not like we were playing in Lane Stadium with forty-five thousand people. We understood what it what a, a packed, well-energized stadium sounded like, didn't we, Joe? Even during the day games. Yeah. This there was zero decibels coming from the from the crowd at UCA. I don't know what that was. I don't know if it was go back to school week, uh, go back home weekend. I couldn't tell you. It had zero life, and UCA looked like they did not have any life either, which is hard to do with Tyler Hudson and Lawan Winningham on your offense, which is the most fun wide receiving duo in the FCS right now. Additionally, you are hosting the previous national champions in Sam Houston. Oh, what else is going to happen? Oh, maybe Jaquez Ezra is going to be there and catch a touchdown in the first quarter also. So isn't everybody going to be a little bit excited if you like FCS football? Nope. I mean, you could have heard the peanut vendors in the stands <laughs> and you could not even them yelling peanuts. The little you could have heard them clinking their little the, the change dispenser. Tink, tink, you could tink. hear the peanuts actually being cracked <laughs> on the broadcast. Exactly. <laughs> I, I just I, no life stadiums take me out of a game so quickly because it's college football. It's supposed to be a little rowdy, not out of control, maybe a little out of control. What do I care? It's supposed to be fun. It's, to be it's, it's football. You're supposed to be sitting there watching, screaming, uh, whatever. You're, you're not sitting there like like you're at the U.S. Open golf or tennis. Right. It doesn't it, matter. It, it felt like separate from the lack of energy from the stadium and also not to mention from Central Arkansas, it seemed uh, you could really tell that Sam Houston just had an obvious early edge and they didn't. Sure, let go there's no it. home field advantage for UCA. How right. could you be more comfortable in an in opposition uh, territory? How right. could you be more comfortable playing an away game? Yeah. You couldn't. No, but they they just kept racking up points, and they took yeah. this early lead, uh, the Jaquez Ezzard big touchdown, and then they were getting all these huge chunk plays on the ground throughout the entirety of it. Adai had uh, you know a lot of big passing plays that he picked up. He finishes with eighty yards. Uh, Ramon Jefferson rushes for one hundred and four. Like, uh, and then not to mention the fact that Schmidt had four touchdowns. That offense for Sam Houston understandably was facing a pretty weak Central Arkansas defense. That was what we talked about is that Central Arkansas needs to, you know, not break entirely. And they, I saw literally no effort almost defensively to the point where they were just running right through them. And as talented as that offensive group is, they put up 35 points and that might be one of the, uh, you know, one of the highest scoring totals we see allowed by Sam Houston before the playoffs up until the end of the season. Props to the offense, but you got to stop them on a couple drives to make it a one-score football game. And I, I think I said this on the last show: if this is a one-score football game, you know, Central Arkansas, if they end up with the ball in a two-minute drill, I'm betting on them to score on that drive. But they couldn't keep it close enough uh, in, in striking range. They didn't have any stops. Yeah, Hudson, eleven catches, one eighty-one, and two touchdowns. Didn't make fat stats, but I'll put them in there just as an honorable mention. Uh, Winningham, five catches, forty-nine, and a touchdown. It. You put up 35 against Sam Houston, but you can't give up 45. And that goes for all levels of football. You get over five scores touchdown wise, you're going to be in some trouble if you you just are. Five. 
It's frustrating. It's frustrating because I feel like if there was more life in the stadium, more life from the fans, if people showed up to the game, maybe it was sold out. I couldn't tell. But UCA had a shot. They had a chance. It came out lifeless. Yeah, lifeless is uh, a simple way to put it, but uh, lifeless is definitely uh, one way to, to describe it. The, the, the overall lack of defense, disappointing, and hopefully we actually get some some tests from this uh, for the Sam Houston team so we can get a better gauge of, of what they're capable of as we've already gotten some tests for some of these other top-ranked teams. Um, Sean, let's, uh, let's wrap up today's show with uh, uh, you. I... I <laughs> We've got fat stats, and you've managed to put together a list of like 20 dudes. Uh, I'm going to let you do Are we going to alternate, or are you just going to rip through them like a maniac like last time? Why would we rip? Why would we alternate? I don't know. You do your thing. No, let's alternate. Okay, fine. Go. I'll start. Georgetown, why, why, why are you no-selling fat stats yet again? I'm trying to give more exposure to more players that had great stat lines. You want me to go back to two? No. Is no, this going to eat up too much time? Is 28 minutes too much for you in the show so far? Do it. Do it. Georgetown do wide it. receiver Cameron uh, Creighton. Eight catches, 190 yards, one touchdown. Pretty fat for a wide receiver. Uh, after that, VMI running back Corey Britty. Britty or Bridey, 22, one, sorry, 22 rushes, 171 rushing and two touchdowns. Oh, you got a Davis Cheek shout out on here. Oh, did I? Maybe I was going to get to that while you were stumbling and bumbling. Elon quarterback. Screw you. 36 for 54. Uh, 403 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, we have not shown, I guess, Davis Cheek enough love. Maybe that's why Tyler Cheek has stopped interacting with us. It is what it is. We're trying to get more, more of our P1s back on our side, I guess. <laughs> he had a good statistical day, even though they lost to William & Mary. Uh, so th- this one's pretty interesting. I don't know what circumstance you need to throw 73 freaking passes. Yeah. <laughs> but Sanford quarterback, Liam Welch threw 56 for 73. Uh, that man's arm must've been falling off by the time he got to the locker room. Unless he was just throwing screen passes. The whole game. <laughs> 582 yards, but he only throws for three touchdowns and one interception. Uh, that's still stupid. He's almost 600 yards. I don't. Yeah, 73 attempts is a fat enough stat as it as it is. Uh, ETSU's running back Quay Holmes. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I, we have talked about him in the preview shows. Also, 24 rushes, 168 yards, and two touchdowns versus Sanford this last week. Holy crap, Isaiah Fonzi, have a day. Uh, Montana State running back, 30 rushes, 271, and then uh, one touchdown. That is nine yards a clip. Holy crap. South, I'm thinking if it was 271 or 221. I don't think I could have typoed oh. 221. Here, let me just make sure. I'll read the next one. Uh, S- Southeastern Missouri State, SEMO running back, Geno Hess, uh, 25 rushes, 205 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, Sean, do you get it? I'm uh, 217, not 271 oh for Fonzi. Oh, that's an error. 217 is still pretty fat, though. Hey, Joe. To, to think somebody pays you to be their producer. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even produce our own show. <laughs> Let's close it out here. Eastern Washington quarterback Eric Berrier. Again, back-to-back. Friend of the show. Back-to-back 
fat stat appearances, he is, I will say this right now, the front runner for the fat fat it's of the year. Not, it's not even close. Ren Heffley, I know, I know. We're going to, but we go through it all. And quality wins, quality opponents, all that stuff. We kind of do a, a mid two thousand CFB rankings, all that stuff for the for the playoff and the Bulls. But we have to give proper credit where credit is due. Eric Berrier easily leading the pack this last week. Thirty for forty three passing, five hundred eighteen yards, and four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Mister mm. Berrier, you are a stud, and you have incredibly fat stats. I don't even have anything to follow up. I, I, How could I you? I can't add anything. The you just numbers keep on throwing itself. 500 yards game after game. I'm afraid to look at his season total because he's probably already over 30 passing touchdowns if I'm oh, just geez. guessing off the top of my head. And he's got to be. He's got to be. Wait, Eric. Arier. Season. Oh, God, I can't type. I bet I get it before you here. Why is it basketball? Hey, basketball? I think he plays basketball. You might this man is going to win the Walter Payton, by the way. So uh, in 2021, he has thrown four. No, that's not, that's not right. 1,698 yards and 16 touchdowns. Oh, wait, and this doesn't even... No, this does include the Southern Utah game. That is ungodly. Pray for any team that has to face him, which is going to be Montana this week, which we are about to talk about. Sean, you got anything before us uh, before I, I close this out? Uh, you know, uh, our Twitters. Mine is at Sanderson Radio. Joe's is at Joe DeLeon. You can always reach out to us. Um, I already forgot that I called everybody a hack again already this episode, so I'm sure. Honorable. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be ready for it tomorrow, but that's where you can reach us at if you want to talk FCS football. If you want to call us hacks, whatever you whatever you please. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you know, five-star rating, nice little review, subscribe, all that would be a big help. And you can also listen uh, to us at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. And if you don't like the cut of our jib, there's 300, literally 300 other shows that you might like. I'm not exaggerating. There's 300 other podcasts. 400. 400? I think we're at 400. I don't know. I got to check if that's active or not. I think we're at 400. Let's call it 350. You can do a podcast a day for a year. You'll find one that you like. So we got uh, Deshaun Jackson's podcast. We got Adam Pacman Jones and Solomon Wilcox talking about the Bengals. Ike Taylor talks about the Steelers. The lineup that we... Carl Banks talking about the Giants. The lineup that we have put together is stupid, and I literally do not see a single other platform that has as many former athletes as we do. You know, like Blue Wire... They got a couple, you know, you get Chris Carter and, and Greg Olson. They got a couple, you know, verified people here and there. And I, I obviously they got their investment. But, but Believe <laughs> is coming for their neck. And I can promise you that. That's a great note to end on. Go Believe. Do you believe? This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.